This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to welcome journalist Randall Kenneth Jones to the program. He's here to talk about his new book, Show Me, Celebrities, Business Tycoons, Rock Stars, Journalists, Humanitarians, Attack Bunnies, and more. Show Me is a result of Randy's many interviews he's conducted over the years as a columnist for the Naples Daily News in Naples, Florida. What can you learn from rock stars, sports celebrities, financial and political powerhouses? More than you'd think, and that's what we'll be discussing today. Randall Kenneth Jones, welcome to the show. Show Me showcases one-on-one interviews and true life stories of many different celebrities and personalities that you have personally interviewed during your time as a business journalist in Naples, Florida. And the list is pretty impressive. I mean, you've got people I know, Pat Benatar, Kathy Griffin, people from like James Carville, Sonny Jurgensen, Aaron Brockovich wrote your forward, so and more. So what did you learn from talking with all these famous people? What did they show you? You know, I got to say, it's almost what didn't I learn? Uh, It was a fascinating process. I moved to a town, you know, four years ago, discovered there's all these people that live here full-time, part-time, passed through, but went to the Naples Daily News. I said, is anybody talking to them? They said, no, do you want to do it? And I said, yes. And that was over 100 interviews ago. Uh, But what I also realized pretty quickly is everybody works. And I didn't feel like... People were necessarily asking, well, I can tell you, people weren't asking Pat Benatar, how do you work? She told me they weren't, you know. Um, there was so much to learn, and I feel like if I if I kind of just summarized it, they really showed me there is common ground. I interviewed people with whom I do sometimes disagree. There is common ground to be found. There's areas of, of, of agreement. I also was determined to be positive. I will not apologize for the fact that I was looking for the good in people. And there's a market for that. And there's a market for that. People want to read that. They want to hear that. But subjects feel comfortable with that. And I got to say, the really big, big, big question, the big answer is they taught me to be me. And they taught me to be comfortable being me. And that was a, that's a pretty tremendous gift. I want to ask you about some of these great interviews. Your book starts out with a discussion with Shirley Jones from the Partridge family. And like many of us, I mean, (laughs) Shirley Jones, Partridge family. Now you're talking my generation. She's our mom. Yep, she's our mom. What was it like speaking with the coolest mom from the 70s? You know, growing up with the name Jones, I kind of, I told her this. I said, I grew up with, you know, thinking we were related, trying to, you know, fantasize (laughs) that she was my long lost relative. But I knew that she was more than Shirley Partridge. So I actually went into it knowing she was Lori from Oklahoma and she was Julie and and Carousel. She is fascinating. And what the 
what I liked most about her is the traditional values aspect. I mean, she really came of age professionally when she was very young and before all the social media and the electronics. I mean, there's an old-fashioned traditionalism that still needs to be valued. And a, a huge part of my platform is simply talking to each other and listening to each other. And she embodied that. She, you know, the lesson, the quote that I pulled from her that I, you know, you know, What's the secret, surely, to being successful? And her comment was, have something people want. As long as people still want it, they'll be there for you. And I, it goes everywhere. It touches upon everything. It, it was, you know, it's one of those, those, those aha moments where my mouth just dropped open and I could not type fast enough to capture that, that wisdom. It was fascinating. Well, while we're on the subject of rock stars, you also spoke with 80s rock singer Pat Benatar, also of my generation, uh, and her partner, Neil Giraldo, a guitar player and boyfriend and then husband. And how did that relation work for them and help them propel their career? I went in with the lesson pre-learned, and let me explain to you what that means. I saw them many years ago. I've been a huge fan of hers and his forever. They are married. Uh, and I noticed on a marquee many years ago that it was Pat Benatar and Neil Giroldo. Starting in the late 90s, Pat said enough is enough. You know, it, it's never been me. It's always been we. And we don't live in that world. I mean, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Beyonce, but Beyonce didn't believe, leave Beyonce to become Destiny's Child. We, we live in a solo world where people want to put themselves forward. And she did the reverse. She said, no, I wouldn't have a career without my husband. He was literally instrumental. He created this music. He created the Benatar sound. And I really wanted to explore that with the two of them and, and, and you know, asking, they're basically a family business. They operate as a family business and asking them these questions. And I actually, at one point I looked at her and says, anybody even ask you this before? These types of questions, personal and professional development questions before? And she said, no, never. I, I don't think anybody's ever done the story about them as a couple and how she chose to really loop him in and co-brand with him. Uh, they had a couple comments I also thought were fascinating. Uh, you know, Pat's comment to me that, really resonates the most is you have a choice every day to try and do the right thing. You have to try and have the balance of doing the right thing for others and doing the right thing for you. Sounds simple, not easy to do. Sounds very simple, not easy to do. But Neil, I asked him, you know, the, the best piece of advice you would give your daughters. And his advice was don't let people get inside your head because they can destroy a really good thought. They can take the steam out of a really positive attitude. They can destroy dreams. Once again, sounds easy. But the, my whole process with this book is it's it. think about it. We, we're not a society that thinks like we used to, I don't believe. And I think most people agree with me. But it's the, on the importance of listening and hearing and thinking about all of these comments of the over 100 people made to me, including Pat and Neil. Well, your interviews cover a lot more than rock music or pop culture. You focus on politics with James Carville, sports with Sonny Jerkinson, business and finance with folks like Susie Orman, Jeffrey Hazlett. What was your favorite among these other interviews? Okay, I had to laugh when I saw that because like, I have two kids and that's like asking me which one is my favorite <laughs> right. child. Um, 
So I'm not sure there's a favorite, uh, it, but there was somebody that I bonded with the most, and it was Aaron Brockovich. Uh, she actually texted me. She knew I was doing this today. She texted me a go get them 10 minutes before you called. <laughs> She's so supportive. Uh, but I think it's her comment. I'm very kind and compassionate. I believe people feel they can confide in me. It helps when we put down our armor and realize none of us is perfect. We open up more. But don't mistake my kindness as a sign of weakness. Our guest today is Randall Kenneth Jones. Randy's book is Show Me, Celebrities, Business Tycoons, Rock Stars, Journalists, Humanitarians, Attack Bunnies, and more. You can get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. It's time for a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk some more. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. I'm with Randy Jones. We're talking about Show Me, his new book, Celebrities, Business Tycoons, Rock Stars, Journalists, Humanitarians, Attack Bunnies, and more. Randy, <laughs> Attack Bunnies? What are okay. Attack Bunnies? <laughs> All right. So here's my answer. My answer is yes. I am a 54-year-old man. I am afraid of bunnies. I'm not a bunny fan. And all I will say is that I was at work, I was naked, and I was attacked by a bunny. And if you want to know what that means, you got to read the book. Well, we've been talking about your interviews, but Show Me is really more about how to learn from your past, embrace your presence, grow personally and professionally. What's your advice for our listeners to do that? You know, and we touched upon this a little bit before, but I cannot emphasize it enough. It is active listening. I'm a talker. I'm the first person to admit it. You know, you knew that coming into this, that I have no problem talking. I had to train myself to listen, but not to just listen, but to hear what they say. And that's what's missing. We can't just take people at face value. Opinions are created on a hashtag. You know, it's really listening to somebody and hearing and and thinking about what they're saying and not just thinking about what they're saying, but how their comments can help me as the writer or through the book, how those comments can help the reader. It's really about listening to people. And I, I don't, I'm just not confident. I started this because I wasn't sure we were doing that anymore. And I didn't want my kids to live in that world. You know, they're in their twenties now and they're both working, but I wanted a world where real face-to-face communication continued, and I feared my children wouldn't necessarily experience that. And, you know, on the other side of that, as what we talked about before, you know, is being authentic. And and I'll I'll give a – it's really easy because we've heard since we were kids, be yourself. I mean, this isn't new. I'm not, you know, sharing anything we haven't heard before. You know, it's one thing to say to someone, be yourself. It's another thing to hear it. But boy, I tell you, the process of of knowing who you are, that's huge. That's the hard part. And through these interviews, not only do I feel I've discovered more about me, but through this book, I really do feel if people pay attention and (laughs) listen to the words, they're, they're very likely to understand who they are in a way that they may not have understood before. That's the goal. 
I want the reader to have the experience as a reader that I had sitting there in front of these people. Well, Randy, it's been great speaking with you today. We're almost out of time, but before I let you go, one last question. You've given us some great advice and collected some great advice here today, but what was the best piece of advice you personally ever received, and how has it shaped who you are? Well, first, I got a shout out to my dad, 85 years old, lives in Missouri, and he's a perfect human being. The man is extraordinary. He said to me before I, you know, as I graduated from college, things have a way of working out for the best. And I've lived by that my entire life. And it has really gotten me through many, many tough times. But secondly, with regards to the book, it's, it's something Susie Orman said to me. Um, Every new moment you spend with anybody and anything has to be a new moment and not just a recreation of the past. <sighs> you know, we reach a point in our lives where we sent it's Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, and we're, we're living the same day over and over again. And if you pay attention to her advice and make a conscious effort, you're going to you're going to live a much more interesting life. That's Randall Kenneth Jones. His book is Show Me, Celebrities, Business Tycoons, Rockstars, Journalists, Humanitarians, Attack Bunnies, and more. <laughs> you can get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Randy, thanks a lot for being my guest today. Absolutely my pleasure. I appreciate so much you having me. That'll do it for this episode of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-suite book club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors. Only the best at the C-suite book club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network, c-suitenetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.